0: Megillah Perik Aleph Mishnah, Tess 1, 9. And now we'll talk about, um, Kohenem Gadolim. And, uh, when it comes to Kohen Gadol, there's two ways to transform a regular Kohen, a Kohen Hediot, to being a Kohen Gadol, a high priest. Um, that is either by anointing him with the Shemen HaMishcha, the special anointing oil, which is prescribed in Shmos Perak Lamed, um, that Moshe Rabbeinu made. The Puzzle says, sheman mishchas kodeshia zeli it'll be for me says the and it's specifically the drashas zeh, this one that moshe benu makes that's the one that'll be used and therefore there was never a second batch of this anointing oil ever made the same kind of ointment that was made by moshe Rabbeinu once was used to anoint all the utensils of the, the utensils of the mishkan as well as all of the subsequent Kohanam gedolim, all the way until um, king yoshiah Yoshia, he he um, he hid the shemunah mishcha, and our tradition will come back again, and be refound and returned for and by Shlishi. But they didn't have it during the second temple period. So, if you don't have the shemunah mishcha, so how do you make a kohen gadol to a kohen gadol? The other possibility is ribui Bagadim, getting him to wear the full eight garments instead of the usual four garments that a regular kohen wears. So, those extra four garments that a kohen gadol wears um, are the the. Um, the afod, the choshen that's like the, whatever, that like apron and the breastplate, as well as the me'il, the long uh, robe, blue robe, if you will, tcheles, Um and also the tzitz, the golden headband. So if he wears those also, in addition to other four that every Kohen always wears, so that's also makes him a Kohen Gadol. And... By virtue of that, he has the halachas of Kohen Gadol. Now, Kohen Gadol is, is distinct from a Kohen Hediot in many ways. Um, so that means, for example, a Kohen Gadol, he gets to choose if he wants an offering. He can take the meat first. He can what he wants on the fire. He must marry a young virgin girl. He can't marry a divorcee. He can't be matama himself even for one of his relatives. He can serve in the base of the in Onan. Many halachas that apply uniquely to the Kohen Gadol in contrast to the Kohen Hediot, and our point is the same rules apply to a kongal that we just said, um, whether or not he was became a kongal using the shemen mishcha or just by adding the extra four garments and wearing them. Um, the only difference is, says the mishnah, ain kohen meshuach ha There's no difference between a kohen who was anointed with the anointing oil, the maruba Bagadim, than a kohen Gadol who became a kohen Gadol by wearing the extra four garments. Ela par ba al kol ha except for the bull that comes for all the mitzvahs, that's a literal translation, Um, that's referring to a Kohen Gadol who, this actually might sound very familiar to the Par He'alem Dover if you're familiar with that. So a Kohen Gadol, if he makes a halachic decision for himself about a matter which he says is permitted, and then in retrospect it turns out that was a wrong call and it should have been ruled forbidden, and the penalty for his decision um, would be karas. So then, there's a special requirement that a kohen gadol, who in such a scenario must bring a special bull, the bull that referred to as the par haba al kol that bull that comes for mitzvah he ruled wrongly, lehetter permitted himself to do. If you're talking about a, a kares penalty, so there the pasuk says in vayikra Perik Dalet, pasuk gimel Im if the anointed kohen, but see it specifies specifically an anointed kohen. Then, Allah Chataso, Asher chata Parbin Bakar, and then he'll bring this bull. Um, the point is that it has to be Kohen Mashiach, so if he only became a Kohen Gadol by virtue of Rebu Begadim, extra four garments, then he wouldn't bring this particular bull offering. Now, the Mishnah has another point here about Kohen Gadolim, and this point is talking about what happens if you have essentially two Kohen Gadolim. How could that happen? You have Kohen Gadol A, who is the normal Kohen Gadol, um, but then if he becomes Tame and can't serve for whatever reason, then he will be sidelined and will bring in Kohen Gadol B, like who's like in the understudy, um, off the bench there to serve in his place until Kohen Gadol A can return to service after becoming Tahor. So once we get Cohen Gadol B to do, let's say he's gonna do Yom Kippur this year because Kohen Gadol A became Tame. So then now we have two Kohanim Gadolim, A and B. Um, but when A is able to return to service, he's reinstated, and B, the understudy, the fill-in, goes back to the bench. But even though he's sitting on the bench, he still has the halachic status of a kohen gadol, meaning all the rules that I just enumerated before apply, particularly to you know uniquely to him as well, as opposed to like a kohen. He can't marry, the, uh, you know, an almana, etc., etc., etc. But there are two differences. The two differences I didn't mention before um, is that a kohen gadol is, besides for the only person who's allowed to do the avodah beis and um, he must bring a, a special bull offering on behalf of himself and his family, which he pays for, as enumerated, as you know, I'll just explain there in Masachas Yoma. So only one bull gets to be brought. So if you have to choose what it's going to be, it's going to be from Kohen Gadol A, the original Kohen Gadol, even though you have now A and B to choose from in the subsequent year, but A is the one who's serving. He's referred to as the Kohen Mishamish, the reinstated Kohen, because he got to again. And the one who's back on the bench, he's referred to as the Kohen Gadol that's of Sha'avar, He's passed and he had his chance, but now he's back on the bench, um, you know, in the second string. So he, since you can't, he, they only can bring one bull, the like Ganyam Kippur, so it'll be brought from the mashamish, the reinstated Mr. A, and not the now sideline Mr. B. Similarly, every single day, the Kohen Gadol must bring a special minchas chavitin, it's like 12 loaves of, of uh, whatever I'll call it baked. Uh, it's on a, machva, it's a kind of pan, whatever, these kind of pancakes, whatever they are. Um, he makes 10, 12 of them. He brings half of them with the tamash al-shachar and half with the tamash bin ben Um And it has to be every, every day. He has to pay for it, see if he doesn't bring it. Um, and of course, he only bring one of these chavitin per day, you know, half the morning, half the evening. So you can't have two. So who's going to bring the chavitin? Who's going to pay for it? It will be the current Kohen, the kohen Hashamish. Kohen Meshamish the, you know, Mr. A, and not the sidelined Kohen Sha'var, Mr. B. And that's the Mishnah says. Ain Bain Kohen Mishamish, the Kohen Sha'var. There's no difference between the Kohen Meshamish and the Kohen, the current Kohen who's reinstated, and the Kohen Sha'var, the one who's now, who did fill in for a while, but now is sidelined. El apar Yom other than, it's the Kohen Meshamish the current Kohen, and reinstated Kohen Gadol who will bring the bull on Yom Kippur on behalf of him and the family of Kohanim and the tenth of eifa—that's tenth of an eifa, that's a quantity of flour, 43.2 eggs is what it's equal to in terms of volume, a reference to these 12 loaves that is made on the machvas and bring, brought as the minchas chavitin, which only can be brought by one, and therefore it's brought by the current kohen Hamashamish and not the kohen sha'avar.